0: I wanted to talk a little bit about the splitting that kind of occurs or what the term that they use when it comes to BPD and the things that I basically cause me to push people away. And sometimes I, I don't know if it's like two different things. This is something that I'm going to have to like ask whenever I go back, but because the push cycle, the push and pull cycle, and then the splitting, I don't know if like they actually mean the same thing, but to me, it seems to be a little bit different in how it's like kind of done. But I mean, when you Google it, it just basically says um, you sort of view the person as black and white. So whenever someone does something good, you kind of ignore. Like if you're in that phase of like only seeing them doing something good, you're not really able to recognize all the other bad stuff that they did. But you sort of kind of put them on a pedestal or you hold them to higher standards. And whenever they do something bad you're only able to see like the negative stuff that they have done and this isn't always the case right like it depends on when you're having like an episode or when you have like a certain trigger that it kind of affects you and i noticed for me what happened to when i felt like someone was lying to me like they would tell me one thing they would say like oh i'm not gonna be on today or i might not be on today and then all of a sudden two minutes later five minutes later 10 minutes later they happen to be on Like whether it's on a video game, whether it was on like a voice call, whatever it was. And that can cause kind of like a trigger within like your mind. And it's kind of like a a self-defense mechanism to where it prevents you from seeing like the good aspects and the bad aspects. And you're only able to see in that one single viewpoint, which they call it black and white. So you only see it as all bad and you kind of end up forgetting everything good that they've ever done and you're sort of in that moment and not being able to think because your emotions are overwhelmed from that one particular emotion that's intensified by whatever it may be whether it's sadness anger disappointment and then you start feeling more like you're a burden and sometimes you kind of take impulse actions to do something that to kind of like because it's like the mind is trying to protect you from getting hurt anymore. So even if it doesn't make sense at times, I mean, a lot of mental illnesses don't make sense most of the time, but even if you're like trying to protect yourself from a certain situation, like if you're trying to protect yourself from being abandoned, if you're trying to protect yourself from like being an issue and you feel like a burden, you think the first solution is to just cutting people off right away. Like before they're able to cut you off so you don't have to feel the pain of like, oh, this person cut me off and they really think that I'm worthless. You sort of feel like you're in control whenever you're the first one to leave because you can say that it was your choice that you left. And it's sort of like the subconscious stain that kind of happens rapidly in the moment that. You just impulsively take action and you're like, "Okay, I'm blocking them or I'm going to call them names and say they're mean to me. They don't really care about me. They lie to me, you know, stuff like that. And to other people, it can seem like manipulation because from their perspective, it almost seems like you're trying to justify everything that you're doing without actually having a good explanation as to why you're doing it. But from the perspective of the person that has BPD, they're doing it because they're afraid of being pushed away. They're afraid of being abandoned. They're afraid that they're not good enough to be in that said relationship or friendship. So they want to save themselves from being hurt. But they also don't want to hurt the other person. Right. Like they're just so upset. Like imagine you got cheated on. Right. From a significant other. Like most of the time, you're not going to be able to think logically and you're going to you're like your mind is going to sort of try to defend themselves in the best way that they can that may resort into crying that may resort into yelling that may resort into like just walking away and not even trying to hear what the other person has to say and that's sort of how it reminds me whenever like I was in those moments of split into where it overcame me that I wasn't able to think logically about what was going on so like I said if someone was in a call that they said they didn't know if they were going to be on but then five minutes later they got on it made me feel that intense emotion and a lot of the times I didn't act upon it but I didn't know why I felt so betrayed during those moments but then there were other moments where like I lost control to the fact that whenever it did happen I ended up pushing people away I ended up blocking them and then they ended up chasing me and then I ended up unblocking them again so whether it is a, a subconscious saying or something that's kind of like you don't know what to do unless you know that you have it because now that you You know, especially like if you're diagnosed and you know that you have it, there's something that you can do about it to be better self-aware because I, I think it is a lot easier whenever you have a label to something, right? Because before there was a label to what I was doing, I wasn't like... I wasn't prepared like I just didn't think about it right like I thought about it after it had happened and I questioned myself why I kept doing it I kept questioning myself why do I feel like I'm a burden when my friends don't make me feel like one why do I feel like I'm a problem when they don't make me feel like one why do I feel like I'm not included when they include me in a lot of stuff you know like they did so much for me but why do I feel this way one thing is what they actually did and the other thing is what I actually feel which are two completely different things why do I feel one way when they're actually treating me the opposite way of what I feel so that can lead to a lot of unstable relationships if you're in a relationship or even friendships where the person who's like perfectly normal can feel like they're not a good enough friend for you because of how you're treating them or how you keep pushing them away because of your splitting and they can be very confused especially if they don't know that you have that type of issue and they just can see it as manipulation that you always want attention and it makes sense right because a lot of people are not going to be diagnosed because of how expensive it is not everyone is privileged to be able to have the funds and the like the healthcare stuff depending on where you live to be able to get the help and to be even able to be diagnosed or to be able to be properly diagnosed on the first try the second can try and then to be able to seek help from a therapist psychiatrist whatever it may be and be able to find like a good therapist for you and a good psychiatrist because these things take time you don't always find the best therapist for you on your first try some people do not everyone does some people have gone through 10 some people have gone through eight and then that's even if you're privileged enough to be able to afford to go to one of these or have healthcare or have a job that provides these type of things so there's just a lot of variables that can kind of go into this so a lot of people who are undiagnosed and have these issues are not really self-aware that they have these issues so they end up hurting a lot of people in the process while hurting themselves as well feeling like there's something wrong with them and then you they're kind of in this cycle of not knowing how to fix themselves and thinking that they're like in the wrong and them knowing that they're wrong because I knew I was wrong after I was able to calm down I knew that I was over like overreacting I knew that I was being dramatic but I didn't know that in the moment and when it and i never thought about like okay let me calm down and make it like not happen again because certain things would just automatically trigger it within me so now that there's a name to it and there's ways to sort of acknowledge that you're going through that i can better prepare myself from like understanding what triggers it and understanding that like what signs to look for whenever i'm triggered with those episodes or whatever Ticks that thing subconsciously to be able to be aware of like when something's coming, like when I can feel it, you know? And it's hard to explain unless you have it, but that's kind of like the best way that I can sort of put it. So whenever you're like in this split in type phase, you end up either pushing people away very heavily and you end up like saying things that you don't really mean subconsciously. You're kind of like doing things unknowingly because your emotions and your mind is trying to protect you from being hurt. So it's like if someone does something or doesn't lie to you, but it seems like a lie, like for instance, the best example that I can use to say, Oh, we're not going to the park today. And then five minutes later, they're like, "Never mind, We're at the park. We decided to come if you want to come, you know? And it's like, Oh, why didn't you tell me before? Why did you, like you just start thinking that it's a lie to you because it just triggers it right and then after like you get over it, you end up thinking like oh maybe they just wanted to tell me when they were there because they were driving maybe they were coming from the store like there's a lot of variations of what could have happened that they they weren't able to tell you right away but whenever you just kind of get in those episodes of splitting your mind only is able to see in black and white and it makes you assume these things which is a big thing because your mind is trying to protect you from like this trauma or like being able to like get hurt from that in that sense and that's something that a lot of people are not going to be able to handle that's something a lot of people are not going to be able to understand either especially if they have no idea what splitting means in bpd and stuff like that and not everyone has to put up with it right like we all have like i've said many times we all have different mental health issues and it does take a big toll on the person that's normal or even having their own issues right because if i'm friends with someone and i still work on myself to better myself now that i know what i have I can still end up having one of these like split in episodes to where I unintentionally say something or push someone away because of a trigger that maybe he just went too far in my head that's trying to like emotionally protect me and someone doesn't have to put up with it because i can say things like oh you're just a bad person you never cared about me why did you lie and just think about it like i said when you're in a relationship and someone cheats on you most of the time you're not going to be able to think logically and you're very upset at that person that cheated on you so the cheater wants to talk to you and be like yo listen this is what happened but you don't want to hear it right like because you know that person made a mistake and they fucked up well with the bpd person that's trying to split That's how they see it as you made a mistake, even though you didn't, you know? But the emotional impact that they have and that they feel overwhelms them and it intensifies that emotion by a hundred. Like imagine you got cheated on, it's intensified by a hundred more percent than what the normal person is actually feeling. So like their emotions are always at a hundred percent, no matter what emotion it is. And when you get into that splitting phase, you're only going to see the bad stuff that they did. And it's going to be hard to recognize the good things. And sometimes people are not going to be self-aware of like these certain episodes that happen whenever they're doing it. They just act upon impulses, which is something that I did a lot when it came to like blocking people. Like I remember I instantly saw something and I just got upset and I'm like, I'm removing them without even saying anything. And I would block my friends and leave them. And then they will come chasing me, wondering what was wrong. Like everything was fine that same day. And then all of a sudden that night, everything just changed and i didn't have anything to say and i just left them and i started crying and i started being upset and telling myself how worthless i am and how much i have like i'm a burden to them and stuff like that and how much like they're lying to me and don't want me around but to them it's not something that they would probably be able to understand not only that i had no idea that i was going through this type of stuff and that i had what i have so it didn't help the situation at all that i wasn't able to tell them yo look listen i have this and if i ever say something like this you don't have to deal with it but know that i don't intentionally mean to purposely say these things that i say or purposely block you or purposely like delete you from stuff and like all of these things right and everyone has a right to choose if they want to deal with that because that is a burden within itself of the definition so it's understandable but no one, no one has to deal with it, right? Like if you don't want to be around that, if you don't want to deal with that, some people can see it as um, purposely trying to manipulate, purposely trying to ruin something. But if you actually do the research and you do look up the information with people who have these issues, you know that it's not intentional and you know people's like heart is not in the right place during that time. Now that doesn't justify like the actions or the things that they do to you because it still hurts, but it also doesn't mean that they're doing it on purpose to hurt you, right? You have... You have the right to take care of yourself. If someone's not able to, you know, be able to like, like, for instance, if I do that to someone and push them and block them away and stuff like that for my life, and then all of a sudden I come back and say, sorry, they don't have to accept my apology. They don't have to believe me. They don't have to like, especially if they don't know what BPD is, and it's going to be hard for someone to understand that this logically like possible for someone to kind of emotionally black out in a way to where they try to not be self-aware about the things that they're doing or things that they're saying sometimes you just do things in the heat of the moment now it doesn't excuse the actions but i am privileged that i at least have a little bit of money to be able to at least seek help for a little bit i'm not going to be able to seek help for a very long time but it does help having a label to something to be able to know what's wrong with me to be able to do the research eventually like over time by getting the right resources now that i know what i have and have a label to what i am to be able to make sure that I can manage it better, to be able to understand what things trigger it, to be able to tell future people what I have so they know that, from the beginning if they want to deal with that or if they don't and i would understand before i get emotionally attached to them and they get emotionally attached to me which to be fair most likely they're going to be able to get over me faster because they don't have the bpd issues that i have to where it becomes a lot harder to move on for me because i'm going to be just in general attached for a longer time than the average person that is normal right now The sad thing is not everyone is diagnosed. Not everyone has the resources to be able to fix themselves. Like I barely have enough resources to be able to like get some help. You know, if it wasn't for the money that I have saved, I would have never known that I had this issue. And it would have been causing a lot of problems within my life for the far foreseeable future. Even though it has already caused problems from the people that I've lost that I'm never going to be able to get back because of how much splitting I did to them. And it's something that they never knew that I had an issue with. And it's something that I never knew that I had an issue with. And for me, I always thought that I was just a bad person. And for them, they probably thought that they weren't good enough for me. So they assumed that I just wanted to leave or I made them feel like they're terrible because I kept leaving. So maybe they kept thinking that, oh, he doesn't really care about us because he keeps leaving. So obviously we're not enough for him. You know, like there's a lot of different things that they can think. But it was just a subconscious effort to try to protect myself that I wasn't always aware of. And after the fact, I've always felt guilty and I always like started crying and I always like said sorry and I always even made promises that I wasn't able to keep saying that I would never do it again. And I kept doing it. And I would always ask myself, why the fuck do I keep doing something that I made a promise to? It's not like me to be self-aware and acknowledge certain things that I say and still not be able to keep those promises. And especially I think it's dbt I talked about it two days ago yesterday and hopefully it's going to be able to help and it's something that I can learn to do by myself as well from what I've heard so once I go back to my next session I'll be able to understand what it is about Uh, they recommended me to kind of go into like this group thing that does the dbt stuff and and I'm probably going to do that see how long I can afford to do that the dbt therapy which i think is dialectical behavior therapy and it works for a lot of people that it's really good it keeps like your mind open and it's like a lot of kind of work to be able to kind of regulate your emotions and your effectiveness and tolerances and be mindfulness and like all of these other things depending on how you feel and all that stuff it's a lot of stuff and it's a lot of work but it's something that i want to work on towards myself even if at times i kind of like don't want to fix myself because I lost I feel like I lost everything I lost like the important people in my life that I really care about and that I love but I also have to respect them and I also have to understand you know that I made them feel a certain way you know they don't have to put up with it if they don't want to everyone has like their own choices that they want to make and not everyone is going to be like understanding of your mental health issues and some people are still not going to believe that you have any mental health issues, right? Like you, you've known people, or you, maybe you've been one of those people that has depression or anxiety and people always look down upon you and say, oh, it's all in your head. You don't have it. Or you're just trying to make stuff up so we can let you slide with a couple of things. And you just want to make excuses, you know, like there's all those types of people who don't believe in like mental health issues or don't, or trying to say that you're trying to do things for attention, you know, and that's kind of like the stigma behind it. And some people do do that on purpose. And that's the other shitty part about it, that it ruins for people who actually do have mental health issues that people take advantage of that and it kind of makes it harder to believe it would be like i guess the only other situation would be like oh look my there if and that's only if you're even privileged enough to do that you know but i could be like oh my therapist did this and look this is what i have and you know i'm not lying obviously like you know i'm sorry for everything that i did and here's like my therapist note right <laughs> or my sessions that i had but not everyone can afford to do that, right? Like, not everyone can get a therapist. So notes. Like, I mean, I still have mine from when um, I needed to get off for work because it was at a certain time and, you know, they said, oh, do you want to get one so you can get off work? And I was like, not really. I mean, because I can get off whenever when it comes to my work, to be honest. But they still gave me, gave me one anyways, even though I didn't really need one. So, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of things that people are not willing to try to understand. But the only thing that I can accept is if people don't want to deal with it, that's perfectly fine, that's perfectly normal. You know, because it's both ways, it's hurtful both ways. It's hurtful for the person that's involved in that relationship and it's hurtful for the person that's dealing with it. Now, I will say that people who are like, at least more normal than the person with BPD, the BPD person is obviously going to hurt for a longer period of time and they're gonna hurt a lot more emotionally. While the other person is most likely going to be able to move on a lot faster, or at least be able to put a fake smile and face faster than the person with BPD, right? Like I cannot just go um, out of my house and like not cry and be like that. I'm perfectly fine, you know. Like I, like today I went out and I just started having tears and I had to like calm them down. and and, you know, as soon as I got in the car, I just started crying my fucking eyes out, and then I came home, and I started, like, screaming to myself, telling myself how useless I am, and why the fuck am I not a normal person, but, yeah, it's very hard, right, it's, like, I keep telling myself how much I miss people, and it's, like, uh, a lot of things that I do to myself, I don't want to, like, get into it, but, yeah, it, I don't want to feel what I feel, like, it fucking sucks, um, it's, like, super intense, and It's so annoying, but I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And I got to respect everyone who doesn't want to be around that. Like, even if my family thinks I'm too much to handle one day, you know, like if we end up hanging out or something, which we have gotten into arguments before and it could make sense that it was probably my splitting, but they didn't have to deal with me. Right. They could just kick me out a long time ago whenever, you know, I was with them or like cast me aside and never have anything to do with me. You know just like other people have because you know like of my actions but I think like I said it's a big help that I know what it is now and I can take the right steps to improve that and I don't know to me just having a label and I'll say it again makes a big difference it it identifies something that I'm able to pinpoint and makes it feel more real and it makes it more accessible to look up information instead of looking up individual things like oh why am i such a jealous person why am i so insecure why do i always feel like a burden why do i always push people away like instead of looking at these individual things you now actually have a label to that illness that combines all of those things that i have been doing all this time and it all makes sense you know like it's a relief and you can start working on yourself to be a better person to others, you're still going to feel the intensity. You're still going to have those triggers. But if you learn to manage it, you at least, you're still gonna suffer, right? Like that's the reality. You're most likely always going to suffer. Like we're always going to suffer when it comes to BPD. We're still going to feel the same thing. What the difference is, is that other people don't have to feel it with us. Other people don't have to be burdened by us, right? we're still going to carry that burden we're still going to feel that immense amount of like jealousy immense amount of pain but we can learn how to think critical after we're done with like the episode we can learn how to not take it out on our loved ones and we may slip up every now and then but that's why we're upfront with the people that we care about when you know that you have it or you maybe you may think that you have it right but that's the hard part about like trying to diagnose yourself is some people are just assholes right like how do you know if you have something But it also makes sense that you don't not everyone has the resources to be able to seek help and get diagnosed and not everyone gets diagnosed properly the first time or the second time. So it's all sorts of fucked up regardless. Right. But I don't know. We have to work with what we have at the moment. And this is why I always tend to forgive people. I may be mad at people for a minute, but at the end of the day, I always forgive people. And if they want to come back into my life, I always accept them. As as long as they're putting an effort, as long as they're trying to understand and trying to be better and trying to be different, I don't care how many times they fuck up. And it depends, right? Like, there's obviously a limit, but like, even if someone like cheated on me, like I would, I wouldn't accept them back to be together. But I would accept them as a friend. You know, like if one of my exes came back, I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's fine if you want to talk and be friends. You know, like now that I'm over you, as like being in love if you want to be friends I'm cool with it you know it's like you did what you did but you're probably a better person now you know you're you, maybe you didn't mean to do what you did you know same thing goes with anyone that maybe ha- had a better understanding now of why I did the things that I did and then decide in the future that oh look This person changed and they're working on themselves, and I want to come back into their life. Yeah, they can come back into my life. That's fine. It's going to feel shitty though, because they left me at my weakest, but want me at my best. You know, it's kind of like that mentality, but I'm not going to like be an asshole and do that. It just feels like that sometimes, right? Like if, like, I've had exes who try to come back into my life after I was like perfectly happy, and they were like, oh, now we want them. So it's like, oh, now you want me, but you didn't want me at my worst, you know? And that's different when it comes to relationship when it comes to friendships it's understandable because like I said some people take a while to grow into being like emotionally mature some people don't ever want to deal with it so if someone like decides later like one of my ex-friends not like an ex-relationship decides that you know we did the research we understand where you're coming from we got to know a lot more people and know what it's about and we know you didn't intentionally mean to do this or to do that then you know as long as both parties are trying to make an effort to be better and trying to understand each other's like weaknesses and illnesses, you know, I can be a better person, they can be a better person and we can all be better friends. Although that's not really how the world works. You know, once a lot of the times, once you break emotionally with someone, friendships or relationships, most of the times you never get back in contact sadly. And that always hurts. <laughs> i don't think this is gonna be any different personally when it comes to like the friends that i had i cannot reach out anymore because all i am is going to be doing is being annoying right and as much as it sucks not wanting me to fix myself because i don't see a point at the end of the day i still have to do it for me even if it feels like a burden. I e- Even if I'm always going to feel the way that I feel, I can at least take control of my actions just in case someone comes back in my life or just in case I do meet other people in my life. I can at least have control over that. But I personally don't think I ever wanna open up again and be vulnerable. That's just how I've always been. It takes me a long time to be vulnerable to someone. And it was a long time since I was vulnerable to any like any person so i don't think i want to do that again it it, it really depends but i i'm gonna try my best to work on myself and like i said it's a lot easier knowing what i have now but the emotions are still intense and i still feel like i'm a burden i still feel like i'm an issue i still feel like I'm being blamed for something that I had no control over. But then I also feel the responsibility of my actions that I don't want to blame it on my illness. I don't want to blame it. Like there's just a lot of back and forward and me going in circles with my mind and with myself telling myself that, oh, it's okay that I did this, but then it's not okay that I did this because I hurt people I love. Oh, but it wasn't my fault. Oh, but it was my fault because I made these choices. Oh, but you wouldn't have made those choices if you would have known what you had, or maybe if you were a normal person, you would have never even had the BPD splitting and you would have never made those consequences and choices that cause to push other people away right and it's like it's just this back and forth battle between my mind telling me to trying to justify what I did and then the other part telling me that it wasn't justifiable for what I did but I wasn't able to control it but then the other part tells me I'm just making excuses for myself and I just keep fighting with myself over and over and having these back and forth conversations with myself and that's like the most frustrating part because at the end of the day like I cared about these people I love these people and I never wanted to hurt them and I never meant anything like to push them away I never meant to make them feel like they were less important than what they were I never meant to make them like feel like they didn't provide anything in my life that was important like obviously I miss them obviously I want them and you know whatever happens in the future we'll see I don't know but I have no hopes so I mean at the end of the day I can't change the past it just sucks that A lot of people are probably going to go through the same thing I did because they don't have the resources to be able to see if they have a problem, to be able to fix it before they make those connections. And they're going to lose that on good people or good people are going to end up getting hurt emotionally and be vulnerable and break or something. Right. Or you're going to end up like me to where I don't want to be vulnerable anymore to anyone simply because I've just had enough of being broken down. Even if like a lot of it was my fault, it, it just feels like just people let me go so easily, even though that wasn't the case. like especially for one particular person that kept coming back to me every time, that kept trying to find me every time. And I'm never going to forget this person. But I wish they would have, you know, kept trying again. Even though they tried many times, I wish that I would have gotten another chance. And maybe in the future, they can change their mind. Maybe they won't ever, right? Because like I said, most of the times, things just stay that way. And nothing ever like changes and people move on. But as long as that person's happy, I can be happy for them although i have no way of knowing so i can just hope for the best but if they ever want to come back into my life i'll always allow them and hopefully by then if they do i'll be a better person and have more control over what i have you know and at least i'll let them know what i have and maybe they can try to better understand that as well but that's thinking too far ahead that may never happen right so it is what it is and i just don't have to be vulnerable to anyone then and i guess easy peasy just cry to myself like i always have <laughs> but i just wanted to talk a little bit about the splitting part of bpd so yeah just that for now but anyways i'm gonna go probably watch stranger things because i've been having trouble sleeping for the past few days i've just been sleeping like at 6 a.m waking up at 7 8 a.m like sleeping one or two hours and you know i don't function well on less sleep but i'm having trouble sleeping so we'll see how long that lasts but anyways have a lovely rest of your night or day whenever you're listening and i hope your day is better than mine at least or your night whatever but yeah take care of yourself mentally and physically i'll talk to you next time